here. And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Jono. I'm Joe. I'm Jace. We've been doing this for 100 episodes, gents. Congratulations. <laughs> how'd, you do those, how'd you do those fireworks? That was cool. Oh, sorry. That's something built into the iPad that I've never tried before and it happens. It's like, oh, weird. That was awesome. Bit of, the, uh, bit of the Sonic music there at the beginning. Yeah. I just Wait, so hold on. Do... Every time you do a thumbs up, it's going to do a fireworks. Pretty much. Are there, is there anything else you can do that, that, that gives us a different... I think so. I just I don't know. Oh. So John, I just did a thumbs down and a thumbs down thought bubble just appeared next to him. Yeah. That's right. That's People cool. can't see this. People can't, can't see this. No, we can yeah. see it. <laughs> this is not a video podcast. This is just a podcast. Yeah. Purely audio. Yeah. 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 And it's a hundredth episode. That's exciting. I know. Hundredth been doing 100... this for seven years. Yeah, hundredth numbered episode. Yeah, we've done more. more. We can we can get through that later. But yeah, seven years. And Jace, you said something crazy today. I did about, about the seven years. I did. Um. So it's it's seven years since the website went live. Today, which was today to the day. Seven years to the day. The fifth of October, fifth of, yes. of October, which is also when this episode is going to go up. I'm determined to get this up so Ooh. that it actually says Ooh. that says that on the site. So the the site originally like hosted the podcast. Um, yeah. We we knew we knew nothing of podcasting at the no. very beginning. We didn't know what equipment still to don't. use, and the very and still don't. <laughs> and the very uh, the, the very first thing that we ever recorded on was a single uh, audio technica mic and this giant like mixer. Was that I right. was going to buy off my mate, um, but we realized that it wasn't something that was probably uh, good for portability. <laughs> um, like I almost True. broke my back taking this thing home. And we crowded around a microphone in a kitchen uh, in an apartment that I no longer live in. Uh, and it echoed like crazy because it was just a it big, did. it was a big room with lots of glass and lots of wood, uh, which apparently is not good for acoustics. No, who would have thought? thought? We didn't know that. I didn't know that, um, uh, and that—that that is very much you can you can very much hear that in the first episode that we ever did. Uh, but you know, eventually we learned things and we upgraded, and and you know, sometimes we, you know, made improvements to the way it sounded where we could. We we chose rooms and locations, and sometimes we got a little lazy, and it just didn't really matter. Um, but uh, eventually you know. we just started doing it virtually because life. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing, right? Like it was, what was it? The, the last one that we did 99 was in like June or something. And, and I think we even mentioned in that, that we were, you know, hundreds coming soon. And yep. then, and then life gives you the old whammy in the face and it oh. just shuts the whole thing down. Yep. Um, and uh, it was, <laughs> and like we worked genuinely quite hard to try and find a place to do a hundred. And you would think yeah. that it wouldn't have been that hard. I mean, we used to no. do it, but the problem is, life has changed yeah. and it's it's hard to get together and then find a space where you can have it for an hour hour and a half whatever it is uh to, to be able to do these sorts of things and so um zoom saves the day i guess it does you know i yeah. get to see your beautiful faces on a semi-regular basis so um you know if if that's all the podcast does and nobody else is listening to us i'd still be a happy man um, but for everyone who has listened to us and possibly listened to us from the beginning or have gone back and listened to the past, tonight's episode is going to be a cavalcade of stars. And No, no one's coming back. Uh, <laughs> none of them wanted to, but um, <laughs> I'm sure plenty did. 
But you know what? This is a moment for the three of us to bond and remember yeah. those moments, those zany predictions that we made. Wait till I remind you of some of them. My goodness. Um, I listened back to our first 13 episodes a, a couple of months ago. Um, and so I've got some funny things to pull back from those. But I know Joe's got some stats yep. to build on top of what Jace was just talking about in terms of when this first started and how we uh, kicked off. And we'll also probably start the episode with some of our regular stuff, which is, you know, what are we playing? What pop culture things have we been indulging in um, in between sickness and all that? I know I'm still recovering from the flu. So um, I think it might enhance your voice, Jono. Yeah, it sounds good, man. It's it could like, also be oh. the the lozenges I've got in there right now to stop me from <laughs> coughing and soothing. You're a man of many talents. You got a lozenge in your mouth, but still, you yeah. just you keep on, you keep on trucking. Good on you. That's what I do. I'm wearing this headset, my gaming headset, which uh, is part of the reason I sound so good. Yeah, it's this headset. I've determined this is it. I'm yep. never wearing anything else again. <laughs> yeah, but let's kick it off. What are you guys playing at the moment, or you know, what's been keeping you going? I'm not going to tell you what I've been playing, but I'm oh. going to tell you what I just finished, and that Ooh. is I finished Persona 5. <gasps> is this the first time you finished Persona 5? This is, I feel like this, you've is, played the, this, this is the third time I've yeah. played yeah. through it, and this yeah. is and I just for clarity on this, I was so close to the end on my PlayStation, the third PlayStation that I owned and sold, <laughs> that um, I had 4? and I had no there was a PlayStation 4 and a PlayStation. There was two PlayStation 4s and one PlayStation 5. Um, and I oh, was so, so five? I had a five for a very short period of time. Um, oh. and uh, I have a tendency of just, just selling playstations. I know. Um, and uh, and I was so close to the end on, on the PS5 because it was a cloud save that had carried on. Uh, and I was just, I, I didn't know. And so when I played it on, on Xbox, part of Game Pass, I was going to pay for it. Um, I, <laughs> I pressed the, the fast forward button. And oh, it nice. took me 80 hours of oh. fast forwarding to get to where I was. Sorry. And I, and I yeah, 80 hours wow. of fast forwarding. I was not enjoying myself, um, <laughs> but I, I had to see it through. And like the just the relief that it ended um, <laughs> was just, it was, it was unbelievable. And I did this to myself because Persona 5 is, is genuinely a fantastic game, but I do not recommend playing it halfway through. <laughs> Then three quarters of the way through and then almost right at the end and then having to start again because it was on a different console. Um, I did this to myself. It's completely my fault. And uh, I don't know if I can recommend it, um, but uh, it's done. And that's, 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 that's my contribution. It's done. It's a glowing endorsement. It, it, yeah, I, I don't know how. It's be on the back of the box for the yes. Persona 5 Um you know, remastered edition. Jace says, play it four times and start it and end it and start it and finish it. You'll be you'll be glad it's when it's over. It's too long. Ellipsis. It's too long. And it's like, if I didn't fast forward, God knows how long that would have went on for. Um, it on was the, just... It's too long. I'm going to come back to that. But I love how you seem to have this pattern because this story is almost the same as the story for The Witcher 3. Yep. Is it? Yeah, because The Witcher 3, you started like oh, yeah. three and a half I did, times, four we've times, been here. and eventually is, finished it. 
episode 100, the intervention. Have I, for did Chase. I finish it? I can't remember. <laughs> I think they did finish it. I'm pretty I sure did, thank God. It. Thank you. You yeah. did eventually. You played <sighs> all the DLC, Jace. You, uh, you I did, didn't just right. finish it. You conquered that game. You you demolished it. You did everything. I, I did do everything. That is true. Um, I played a lot of I played a lot of Gwent. No, I, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I feel like there's a topic in this, which is you know, is there any games that you've just seen through to the end, just out of you know, just because out of sheer will. Um, uh, whether or not it's a conversation for now or another time, it, it might be an interesting one. Um, but yeah. uh, I just had to get it done. Yeah, well, okay. I, I can go right from there. So, I last podcast I was playing Final Fantasy 16 and I was saying how much I love this game and how whenever I'd see a you know, little character off in the distance, I'd run towards them to fight them. Whenever I see a side quest, I'd go over to the side quest, I would just have I'd listen to everybody speak and then. Jace, like you said, what did you say, 80 hours? Yeah. It took me 35 hours to finish Final Fantasy 16. It was too long. It was too long. (laughs) Um, I I got to a point with it where it was, it's a game of three parts. Like, like I think I said this in the last podcast where you've got these, you know, incredible cutscenes and incredible boss battles and really engaging fights. Then you've got these conversations you have with people where there's different camera angles and it's interesting and engaging and you're happy to listen to people and then you've got these parts where you're just a a, a skyrim you know bethesda style you're looking at a person front on and there's dialogue and then they're looking at you front on and there's dialogue and i i just got sick of those parts of the game that the the filler parts and i got to a point where i would put on subtitles when i predicted when the next scene was going to be a non- cutscene and if i thought it was going to be a cutscene i put the subtitles back off because it was so epic i I prefer playing games without cutscenes i mean that subtitle sorry but um i I got to a point where i just button mashed through any dialogue that was just front on talking i have no idea what they were talking about because i just wanted to get to these beautiful linear corridor parts of the game where it was everything was new everything was different no backtracking no talking Oh, no going from one end of your base to the other end of the base. Um, 80 hours, Jace. I just couldn't do it. Final Fantasy 16, amazing game. 35 hours, too long. Um, mm. But I just, yeah, I, I couldn't do an 80-hour game. I just, I don't know, which is funny. I'll get to that another time in the podcast later on. But yes, that was that's, that's an interesting parallel because yours is almost, you know, three times as long. <laughs> Yeah, but the difference is you enjoyed yourself, Joe. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm giving this a bad rap. Um, if I was to play it end to end, just as a nor as a normal human being should, uh, without trying to play it three three times in a row. And by the way, there is a new game plus uh, that you can go into. I'm, I promptly <laughs> deleted the game. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. but end to end, it's 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 an achievement. It's a marvel. It's fantastic. You get sucked into it. The characters are lovely and wonderful. It's just it was kind of like living in Groundhog Day. Um, and uh, <laughs> and I, I did that to myself, so it's not it's not fair on the game to to rag on it. Uh, what, what have you been playing, Johnny? Okay, I got three things for you. So the first one was a recommendation you made a couple of months back. Okay, it was called Arcade Paradise. Oh, cool! I loved the hell out of that game. Yep. It's all I ate and breathed for like three weeks solid. Nice one. And, and did you, did you finish a, it? It was an amazing arcade. By the time I was done, it was. <laughs> Was Mine was not very good. Oh, the, the the laundromat was gone by the end of the game, but the amount of clothes I washed just to get new arcade machines <laughs> was phenomenal. So I there's something about the repetition and the um the you know reward 
of you know having a good day and being able to buy a new machine and a new machine being delivered and just the simplicity of it and also the fact that you could play all the arcade games and they were spins on classic game genres like the one of the very first games you play i think was called um i can't remember its name now something racer but it it looked yes. like it was grand theft auto but it was yeah Pac-Man. i played that one yep yep like there was a lot of little games like that throughout the entire series that were just. Do you do you have a favorite marshes. arcade game that you played on, on there? That was one of my favorites. Um, yep. There was also um, a top-down shooter that was similar to um, Commando, but with zombies. Yep. I, um, I I can't remember the title. See, it, it it's now left my consciousness. I've I finished it and went. No, I'm done. I don't need the DLC. I'm just it's done. <laughs> I'm, I'm over. Can I? Uh, but, Really can I share a quick story about that game yeah, with of you? So I played it a lot as well, um, but I, much like Persona, um, played the multiple days again and again. So um, my my daughter Jade loves that game. It's her favorite yeah. game. She wants to watch it. She calls it she calls it washing. That's the name of the game. Washing. <laughs> and what I had to do was there's a uh, an accessibility option that allows you to be able to pull stuff in and out of the drive without holding or mashing the button. You just okay. press it once yeah. and it does it. And your character's oh, arm goes in and out. So what she would do is she would, I know people can't see what I'm doing right now, but what my daughter would do is she would sit there on the couch and move her arms backwards and forwards as if she was oh, putting in things in and out. But oh. what she was obsessed with and why I had to continuously quit out of the game and go back into it again was the three pieces of gum that were available per day. Yes. She called it slime and she specifically wanted me <laughs> to pull on the slime and clean oh, up the rubbish. Fantastic. If I played a single arcade game, Jono, she would go ballistic. She hated it. <laughs> it was all about washing and slime. So, um, and enough, I, I yeah, you, could got, you could get through that game without playing a single arcade game. You probably could. Yeah. She, I, I think she'd like power washing simulator. Probably. I'm not, don't, don't, <laughs> don't tell her about I, it. I did one level of that and I just, I couldn't do any more. It was like, I'm done. Yeah. Oh, I the think... DLC for that game is bonkers, by the way. There's like a oh, Final Fantasy one and a Tomb Raider one. Sorry. Anyway, you were saying, Chase? It's crazy. No, no, no. I think with something like Power Washing Simulator or, or any of those sort of simulator type games, it, it either, like, you either really enjoy it or you really don't. Yeah. Um, it, it, there's, there's sort of no in between with it. There's something cathartic for people when they play it, but it, 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 yeah, it didn't do it for me either. Yeah. I, th- I think Arcade Paradise for me was it was that sticking it to the man. So like, you know, your father all the way through the game was the, the, the protagonist who you never saw. You only got phone calls from him and he was an ass and being yeah. able to change this tiny little laundromat into a, a booming arcade business and making 10 times the money the, the laundromat was making um, because your character loved it and believed in it. And the father just couldn't see that. And that, you know, you were doing the same sort of thing he would do. Um, I, there was just a pure joy in that, especially that moment where you, um, I don't know, this spoilers for anyone who hasn't played the game or was intending to, there's a part really far into the game where you lose the laundromat. Your father finds out what you've been up to, you lose it and um, you get kicked out and you have to go work in his meat packing factory. And all <laughs> it is, is you um, taping up boxes for eight hours a day. And it, it plays it through four days of doing this in the game and you're just like what the hell <laughs> and then finally <laughs> something happens and you get a chance to get in the arcade back um and it's just yeah there's, there's these little twists and it was so late in the game this happened and it's like i don't know where this is going <laughs> i can't believe they made you play four days like enough yeah. to actually as a player make you go insane and go what's the point yeah i just yeah. you know that's what like, they were trying to go for 
Oh, sounds it was like, priceless. Sounds like what I do with my kids to like get them to do chores. We just turn everything into a game. Like this is yeah. this is chore the video game, Jay. Yeah. I don't know what you're playing there. It's doesn't sound oh. fun. Like chuck that in there with the eighty hour persona. Like you guys are having a great time. It, it, <laughs> it didn't feel like a super long game. I have to look at how many hours I put into it, but um there was it was just enough that was it felt rewarding when things were going your way and you were mm. building this arcade up because you'd you worked with your sister who worked in council and she'd get your development applications pushed through so you could expand the yeah, arcade. She had your and back. Every time the arcade got bigger and you came in the next morning and the arcade was now double the size and things had moved around and you could move the arcade machines around. Oh, it was just priceless. It was so good. Yeah. Um, I said there's two other games that I played or that come into mind. I'm sure there's plenty of others that I played as well. I mean, I'm always playing Fortnite. But um, first up, I finally got to what I thought was the last level and finished it of Sonic Mania. I've owned this game oh, for nice. years. Um, I need to find out that I realized I hadn't gotten all but I had one Chaos Emerald. So there's a whole level that's locked behind you getting the rest of the Chaos Emeralds. I'm now on a mission trying to get those and they are hard. A real pain in my butt. I, I, re- I remember in Sonic 2 to, to become Super Sonic you had to get all the Chaos Emeralds and, and I wonder if that's the direction here. it's... Oh, okay. Exact same deal here, yeah. But it's yeah, that whole there's a whole level lock behind that. So um, it's funny. It's a game that I was really determined to finish, and some levels I, it shows you the stats of how long we spend on a level, and you look at all the different levels, and some of them I was only on there for like three or four minutes, and mm-hmm. there's some levels that were like thirty minutes long, from replays and dying and replays, and it was just insane. So wow. a lot of time put into it. Um, and the other game that I played, something a little more current, would be. Starfield, mm. and probably got to talk after, about that one. Yep. After about two hours of it, I just went, I don't have the time in my life for this, and it's really yeah. weird because it should be everything that I love. It's spaceships, it's exploration, but it was just too vague and too. I can pick up everything that I see, and what am I going to do with it all? Oh, it was it was so funny. My son started playing it, and he like he played it probably probably for like half an hour, and he uh, he quite got quite 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 cranky with the game and it's like dad why would anyone design a game where you can pick up everything what am i going to do with a toothbrush what, what am i doing with all these little stuff i don't know if it's got any value it's just making me heavier he, he got really frustrated and i was like <laughs> you tell me I, I feel the same way um yeah i'm with you on that john i i gave it a short go and that's not for me it, Bethesda make very interesting RPGs and, you know, they're known for their bugs and their jank and all those sorts of things. They yeah. made some very unusual choices with this one. And I think mechanically they probably had to go about it that way, but mm. more on the topic of picking everything up. Um, I, there are certain people who go in and play a game and they want to do everything. Yeah. And Um, We've talked about the idea before about a game ending when you choose that it ends. It's not about when the credits roll. It's about Mm. when you are done with it. And I I like that idea. I think that in an era where games can last 80, 100 hours, whatever it might be, uh, that's what you've got to do, especially when, you know, games keep coming out, especially this time of year as well with games coming Mm. out, just hard and fast, you know. Um, But I I know somebody who is very much in a Starfield and has been playing it since since day yeah. one. They need to listen to every type bit of dialogue. They can't they can't miss anything because they're scared that they're going to miss something. Everything they see, they're picking it up. They're taking the kitchen sink, the whole lot. And I'm like, why? And he goes, because that's what they want you to do. And I'm like, do they? Yeah. I don't think that they, whoever they are, want you to do it. You do what you want to do. 
Yeah. If you don't want to pick up the toothbrush, man, you don't have to pick up the toothbrush. Yeah. And he goes, but the toothbrush is there. So I, I have to pick it up. Um, I think it's a nightmare for people with OCD personally, but like mm. it's, I kind of get it. Like I kind of get like when people looking at it as a game, it's just like, well, it's there for a reason. Maybe I'm going to need it. Yeah. And uh, I, I played Starfield. I initially didn't like it. Everyone's like, you've got to wait to get to 10 hours. Then it gets good. I'm like, I don't have 10 hours. Yeah. Um, but what I did was I played through a quest line uh, in it where you're working for a corporation um, and it's all about corporate espionage. Yep. And end to end that whole sequence of missions, if that was just the game by itself, would, would, I would have bought just that game. And yeah. I finished that those quests. It was awesome. It played out. There were shareholder meetings, and you could uh, manipulate things and do all sorts of cool stuff. I don't know if you guys played played this quest line, um, yeah. but I I was done with it. I was like, this is it. I'm done. And yeah. look, truth is, if I paid money for it, I probably would have been disappointed. But that that was the ending of Starfield for me. Uh, I was I was doing corporate espionage, and then uh, yeah. you know, and then that was it. It was done. Um, but I don't I don't know if I'm going to go back to it. I'm assuming you guys aren't either. No, I'm not. I, I I enjoyed part of the story. Like I liked when you went to, was it called Constellation? I think the, yeah. the main the main kind of entity that you kind of come in with, um, and that was really cool. But yeah, I, I thought the combat was was fine. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't think it was like bad by any means, no. but it wasn't revolutionary. But it was much better than I thought it was going to be. To, and I know that doesn't sound like a rigging endorsement. Um, and but I found the conversation and the you know what I was doing was interesting, but. I was just fast traveling everywhere. I found like when I got over encumbered, I didn't know what to do and where to go mm. to get rid of my things. I didn't want to just drop them on the floor because I wanted to make money. I, it was, it reminded me of Batman, the Arkham, um, the first one, Arkham's, Arkham Asylum, yeah. um, where you had the, the the Batman mode, like the, the night vision mode, whatever, oh, yeah. where, where you had to see what everything was. And I was just basically doing that equivalent in this game to see what I should pick up. But because so many things get an outline to them, I'm like, all right, where's a health pack? Where's a something that I can read? Where's something that's valuable? Oh, this looks like it would be valuable. I go over, it's a syringe. I'm like, well, maybe I can inject myself or whatever. No, it's just a blank thing. And yeah, you know, yeah. It, 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 I found it yeah, overwhelming. And I don't know, I, I, I'm, I'm like you, Jace. Like, I was just like, I, I don't have time for a game like this. Yeah. And I don't you want know. to, I don't, I just, yeah, I don't want to spend so long in one game. I, I like jumping around. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I think I wanted a quicker payoff. And I, I found even when I got to Constellation, it was, wait a second, you're making me walk halfway across this city to another building to talk to another person. And wait a second, that's a long walk. But <laughs> like, you never need to do that again afterwards. Once you've done it once, like it's just all I was doing, because I, I went a bit further, like quite a bit further than that. And I was just fast traveling, fast traveling, fast traveling. And I'm like, I am not really engaging in this world because I, I no. wanted to just do the main quest. Um, because I, there's so much side things and I'm like, oh, I might stick to it. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I, I got overwhelmed, like I said. Can I can I ask, and I'm about to spoil it, but I don't think you guys care. And if no. nobody wants to know what I'm about to say, I don't know, skip 30 seconds ahead. Um, but did you guys get the space magic? No. Cool. So you get space magic. <laughs> cool. Um, and uh, it's, you ever play Skyrim before? Yep. No. It, it's kind of like Skyrim kind of okay. magic. Yeah. Um and uh, so like Bioshock, kinda, but okay. it doesn't yeah. change the game enough for you to want to actually get to that point to play it. Yeah. So much so that I kept forgetting I had, <laughs> I had it. Um, yeah. but that's when people say play for ten hours, that's what they mean. 
Yeah. Uh, you can get it in much quicker than that. Um, I didn't play it for 10, but uh, yeah. you can get it much quicker than that. But that, that's that's what it was. Um, yeah. And there's some very interesting stuff with New Game Plus. But, I mean, you got to finish it first, and I don't know if yeah. any of us are going to finish it. So well, I, I heard the, the main campaign wasn't that long. That's what okay. that's what I was like. I, I might just mainline this, but then right. um, I, I, I've I'll talk about what else I've been playing, I guess, um, as part of this. But like, I injured myself maybe three, four weeks ago, and yep. I've basically been relegated to the couch. I haven't been able to walk too much, and I've played for me like so much. I've been playing so much, and Skyrim. Oh, Skyrim. Starfield was there right at the beginning of my injury, and I'm like, perfect timing. You know, I'm going to play this, and I, I mm. bounce off that. Um, but then, I, yeah, like you guys done talking about Starfield. Can I move on from that? I'm absolutely so, done yeah, talking yeah, about Starfield. Cool. Yep. Yeah, so I, I played <laughs> finally. I, I'm like, I want to play something linear. I enjoyed the linear aspects of Final Fantasy. Looking around, then I played Plague Tale Requiem. So I really enjoyed the first one. This is the rat game um, yep. where the, the kid controls the rats. That I, I, I just looked it up. I finished that in 15 hours. Um, it was, it was, you know, you every environment, pretty much the whole game is new. Um, really cool, interesting story. The characters in this game, amazing. Like I, I really enjoyed them. The bad guy I really despised, but I also kind of found very interesting. Um, the 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 main characters and their motivations were uh, they they're kids, so it's a bit like you know, as an adult, you're going, you, you do realize, and you know, like I'm not going to spoil the game, but you. This is maybe a minor spoiler, but I'm like, you do realize this is not good what you guys are doing. Like you're you're a problem and you need to, but you understand their motivations because they're kids. And it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. It was very it's it's a it's a funny game. It's got um photo mode in this game is really cool. Like you can pause it and photo mode on any moment in the game, including in cutscenes. So you can like move things around, it's all in engine. Um the rats, like there's like millions of rats on the screen at sometimes. And in in motion they look incredible. Um and then in photo mode they look hilarious. Um, what did you I, play it on Joe? I played it on the I was on the couch. So I wanted to play it on the PC. I had it installed to play it with widescreen. Um yeah. but I, I I couldn't I I just you know couldn't sit. So I just lying on the couch and played it there. Um, Fair enough. And yeah I smashed through that uh, which was really cool. Um, I tried that Pinocchio game. I don't know if you guys played it, Lies of P. Yep. Um, oh, is that Pinocchio? Yeah. 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 Oh, Pinocchio, Geppetto, the whole shebang. Terrible, oh. terrible name. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. this game's, um, I'm an expert at these games now. This is easy. Then I get to the first boss and I just couldn't get past him. Um, I like, I tried. I really tried. I did you're, talking about, you're talking about the big, big, tough clown looking dude? He's got like something on his back, that, or yeah, he's something yeah, that he yeah. swings at you, then he pops it on his back. Yeah, I can get yeah. him. I, the the of course, this is the way. The very first time I fought him, I I just had to hit him one more time. He would have been dead, like yeah. literally the after, first time. That's that's the way it always works in these souls like games. Man, and I can't even get him to halfway now, and I just I deleted it. But then I <laughs> I um, but then Mortal Kombat arrived, which I forgot I pre-ordered. Um, I got that pre-ordered that on Amazon with their nice you know price guarantee thing, and man. Mortal Kombat story is just the best. Like, the, I'm sure you've heard about how bad Megan Fox is um, in this yeah. game. She it, it Megan quite... Fox is in the game. Megan yeah, Fox apparently. is in the character. Can you can talk about that for a second? What's going on? She sorry. When you say Megan Fox, is it actually Megan Fox it's playing a, Megan Fox, or it's is like it... a vampire type character? Okay. Um, I, I'm terrible with names. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. There's like a thousand characters in this I'm game, and it's really cool. Um, but yeah, she's she's terrible. But everyone else 
is awesome and everyone else is having so much fun with this game like the cheesiness the throwbacks to the original mortal kombat movie are like they're the whole game um like like little scenes big scenes i i just i, I love that johnny cage is far and away the best character um is, is uh, shang sung in it or is he yes. like he is. And is it the dude that That's played Shang Tsung? Well, you know, he's not a spoiler because, no, it's he's, not the dude from the movie, but okay. it's his mannerisms, his, his delivery, phenomenal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, like, I, think he, I think he's a DLC character for this he one. He was, yeah. yeah. Um, but man, Johnny Cage stops, steals the show in this, absolutely. Um, and yeah, it was like, it was so much fun. The cutscenes. Is there anyone are... famous? But, I mean, I guess Megan Fox, but when I mean, like, is there anybody Tara, who's actually famous? Yeah, that's the one. Itara? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, there is a, a skin for Johnny Cage, which is Jean Claude Van Damme, and that's it's cool. like voiced by him as well. And um, oh, isn't there, there a skin for Homelander out of the boys as well? There's Homelander, there is Peacemaker, and there's yeah. Omni Man, which there is, is Omni Man, yeah. Oh, man. But I, I, I've finished the campaign. I played a little bit um, of the, um, like the tower. I did a little bit of their, oh, I can't remember what it's called. There's some mode where you're walking through Johnny Cage's house. Um, and you just kind of move move like a chess piece of <laughs> things and then you fight everywhere. Um, so weird. But I, I'm going to sell the game and then I'm going to buy it probably again in like two years when they've got the ultimate edition of Mortal Kombat 1. Uh, like I'm going to wait, like I'm waiting for Street Fighter um, and then I'll play with everybody then and have an awesome time. But what I, like the, the games are getting shorter. I just finished what is one of the, for me, games of the year so far. And that is Cocoon, just came to Game Pass. Um Brilliant so game. sell me on Cocoon because because I know you and Jason have both been playing it. Why would I play it? It's I think someone the, the I don't know if it's just one person or a few people who worked on Inside um, and Limbo have made this game. It is a puzzle game. It involve it's kind of it, it it reminds me a little bit of what you do in the game of like Inception where you go within worlds um, okay. and you have to kind of navigate. But where it is Inception, it's kind of like you go deeper. And you don't really go back and with until the bounce in this, you move between them, and the way you move between them is with these like orbs that you're carrying around, and you have to like bring the orbs in the other orbs um, to manipulate the the world, and it's just about figuring out which order to do it in. Um, it's it's it, it's a very pretty game. It's really only one button. Yeah, it is. Um, it doesn't even tell you what button that is. You have to it figure isn't. it out. And it's actually one of the quickest openings to a game I've ever seen. Like, yes. you don't even really have any of the, you know, made by these people. It just sort no. of starts. Um, okay. And it's you the, almost the lost sound... me and then you almost brought me back. We'll see <laughs> the, sound, the soundtrack. I mean, let's put it this way, man. Like, you'll know in five minutes if it's oh, for it's you. Not even. Yeah, okay. um, probably, that's yeah. That, that's how quick it boots up and how, yeah. how, how quick you're in the action. Um, and it's just all atmosphere. Yeah, and I, I I couldn't stop playing it. I, I finished it probably in max, I'd say four sittings. Um, yeah, cool. And I went afterwards, went back and just cleaned up the um. The, there's these things you have to find in the world. I just watched some videos and did that. But I'm proud. Yeah. I'll play the game through without having to look up any cheats or puzzles nice. or like solutions. Although I got to one where I'm like, I, I had my phone in my hands. It was like 97% completion, I think it was, and um my wife's sitting with me Ali and she's like I'm, like, I'm going to look it up and she's like why don't we just turn it off we'll watch we're watching um, Wheel of Time let's watch an episode and then come back to it and we came back to it I hadn't been thinking about it came back to it and straight away I'm like oh this is this is what you do and I did it after trying for probably 
15, maybe 20 minutes of running yeah. in circles. Going, I just don't know what to do. I, I'm pretty sure I figured this out. The solution was like quite obvious. Um, it was yeah. it was one of those funny moments. But the game you, made you feel so smart. You just triggered a memory for me. When I was a kid, I was playing Final Fantasy VIII. And yep. at some point in that game, you end up in space or something. And <laughs> um, there's there's a game in that which is called, I think it's called Triple Triad. It's a card game. Um, is it Triple Triad? It yeah, is a card, yeah. There's a, there's a card, a card game in um, eight. Is it then eight, you're saying? Yeah, eight. Yeah. yeah, Triple Triad. Yeah, that's the one. Triple Triad, right? So, like, for those who haven't played Final Fantasy VIII, uh, like, you know, it's just the standard RPG, but there was a mini game in it that was really addictive. And if you've ever yeah. played The Witcher, a lot of people played The Witcher but got stuck on playing Gwent. It's a very yeah. similar yeah. sort of vibe. Yeah, that's awesome. so, They spun that off into a separate game. So. They, they have spun off into a separate yeah. game. And so um, on, on this spaceship, you're, you can do all sorts of different things, but like I was specifically after this rare card that you can only get while you're on this spaceship. And I reckon I spent like two or three days just trying oh, wow. to get this card, getting more and more frustrated. Um, and... At one point, my mum saw how angry I was getting. She never really paid attention to games I was playing. Um, but like she came by and she's just like, you just need to turn it off. I'm like, I can't. If I turn it off, I'm not going to be able to get the card. And she's just like, just turn it off. Give it another day. It'll When you come back to it, it'll all be fine. And she had no idea what I was doing in the context of that. Yeah. It was just general advice. But that's exactly right. That's what happened. I went back to it and just immediately knew what I needed to do to be able to yeah. flip the cards the right way and 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 get the card and and uh and that's yeah that's stuck with me on and off but yeah you just it's, you just trigger it's that it's funny yes. how that happens in games it happens yeah. a lot i was hoping that would happen in lies of p but it was the total opposite i mean but the other, alternative other games, is that you that you look it up online as you just said and and yeah. i mean obviously back then that wasn't that wasn't an option for me but i very much do go and look things up if i spend too long trying to figure them out yeah and i would like to do less of that I would yeah. like to just stop for a moment because there's so many other things you could be doing anyway, right? There's so many shows to watch and other games to play. You don't have exactly. to get it then and there. But anyway. I remember um, you just reminded me of something. When, when Final Fantasy VII, I played it once through. The second time I played it, I wanted to experience everything. So I literally went on the internet, found a strategy guide that mm. you know, they were free online back then, and I just printed the whole thing out. It was thick yep. as, and I went through every page and just copied exactly what they said to do and yep. i got everything it was awesome mm -hmm. yeah the time we had when we were young yeah exactly it doesn't exist now so i'm going to flip the conversation for a bit what have you been watching or have you been to the movies in the last couple of months lots of the movies for me no I no watch, movies. i watched quite a few things at home though but yeah yeah two things in the movies what'd you say uh well ages ago with spider-man across the Spider-Verse. Mm -hmm. was... For some weird reason, it's all been animated. I saw uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Oh, I want to say that. It was a good... Which was fantastic. Awesome. Like, the animation styles in both those movies, which is why I felt the need to bring up Spider-Man as well, were just phenomenal for what is clearly um, a 3D movie, but with a very hand-drawn animation style applied to both. Mm. Um, yeah, just really cool. And the stories were fun. Like, you know, they uh, the, the Turtles one took it in different directions. Uh, the voice acting was fantastic. They're actually teenagers yeah. for a change. <laughs> exactly. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were teenagers, but then all the actors around them, it was really interesting, the people they got in to play different roles as well. So, like, you know, Seth Rogen. Uh, well, Seth Rogen, like, is like a writer on that, I believe. Yeah, he's, I think he was he's he's head of the, a lot of the movie. Um, and Rose Byrne was in it, and so was uh, Jackie Chan as Splinter. Yeah. And it was yep. just a lot of really cool um, voice actors 
for the movie. So it was just a lot of fun. Um, even oh, um, Paul Rudd and um, John Cena were in it as well. So it's just a crazy collection. John Cena pops up in a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and his man. role was tiny. But, yeah. Um, just interesting, uh, the casting. But yeah, Have just you... a, a fun movie. Great. Like all the backgrounds looked really hand-drawn, um, which was really interesting. Um, do you do you think that it's going to like create a resurgence of of the toys, or has it already? <laughs> like... um, I've I've seen toys for the the movie um, in places like Big W and stuff. Right. Okay. Uh, whether they're selling well or not, I'm not sure. I mean, mm. my nephew's six; he's in kindergarten. I've not heard him talk about turtles, but you know, I'm working really hard to warp his mind as to what's cool. So, for his birthday recently, he got some Lego, and from someone at his birthday, and it was. It was one of those three-in-one kits, and one of the things was a robot. And he hadn't seen me since he'd gotten it. And so um, my partner had gone and picked him up with my sister from school. And he goes, oh, we've got to stop by home. I've got to, I've got to bring the robot. I've got to show Uncle Johnny the Optimus Prime. I've got <laughs> it so built into his brain that any robot is a transformer that this was Optimus Prime as far as concerned. So when he got it to me, he goes, he shows me, look at this. This isn't a course. Oh, that's a cool robot, man. And you could almost see in his face, because I only found out later on that he thought it was Optimus. That like, oh, it's not Optimus. <laughs> and it's, it, I don't know if it killed us a little bit, but that's right. I had, I had a new Star Wars vehicle to show him, which shot Nerf bullets. So Ooh. I was the best uncle in the world. We just spent the entire like an hour or two in the backyard. I had a Tie Fighter. He had this Tie Striker that shot Nerf bullets. We were just running backwards and forwards. He was having the best day. Ever. Oh wait, like like official Nerf bullets? Yeah. That is the coolest thing ever. Like a toy shoots Nerf bullets. That's yeah, yeah, there were genius. two vehicles from Rogue One that had it. Um, and I didn't think much of them at the time, but I've now, one's on the way and the other one we've opened and played with. And you know what? When you're playing with a kid, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Very smart. Um, but yeah, otherwise, just a lot of TV, I guess, I've been watching lately as well. Like, What have you guys been watching? I I haven't watched a whole lot to be honest with you. I I saw the Barbie movie, which I thought was awesome. I really yeah, want to see it. I want to see that. Nothing but good things. Um, what else did I can't I say? I won't I won't spoil Barbie for you, but it's yeah, it's 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 special. It's a good it's a good film. Yeah. Um, I I finally saw uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the third what one. What did you think? Did you like it? I did. It was good. Um, I loved it. it. It uh, it has a lot of heart. It was it was good fun. Um, Drax steals the show as always, yeah. in my opinion. Um, there were certain things I, I didn't like about it, but more from a um, it was just a bit of a downer sometimes. Mm. And I know that, yeah. like you know, I know that it, it that that was the story that they were going for and, and whatever. I think at around that period of time, I was watching like a lot of serious films, and then my brain yeah. sort of sparked and goes, "Oh, a Marvel film. It's going to be fun and lighthearted and." I know there's some heavy Marvel films. I get that. Yeah. Um, but just a lot of the stuff we're at with Rocket was yeah. was not easy to watch. Um, no. they, and, and that's a testament to to the the filmmakers and and the crazy bonkers CGI uh, mm. that was that was in that movie as well. Just making that so believable. Um, yeah. But uh, Adam Warlock was not what I expected. I thought he no, was he did an incredible job. And yeah. um, uh, I, I keep forgetting his name. Will, Will Poulter. I keep calling him yeah. Eyebrows Kid. Um, uh, <laughs> Yeah, Will Poulter just did a, an amazing job at at, yeah. at, at playing Warlock, and um, yeah, no, it's 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 a fun film. It's just it's it's a roller coaster, man. <laughs> mm, um, d- does anybody know what happens after this? Like, I, I think in the end credits it said that's like, sorry, I, I mean again, spoil, we're going to keep spoiling stuff. It said that Star Lord yeah. will be back. 
So does anybody know yeah. what that means? Does that no. is there a different Star Lord? Is it is it just is it Peter Quill? Is it someone yeah, else? We, we can't get rid of um Peter, what was his name? Chris Pratt. He's just in everything. Yeah, yeah we can't. Yeah. Um I, I I assume he'll probably come back in the future. He doesn't need to come back with the whole Guardians team because I know um Dave Batista's not coming back as Drax. I think that was his last run. Yeah. Yeah. Drax. And I think a lot of the actors in that show aren't necessarily coming back. It it um, probably should end there anyway, for for this yeah. this sort of run, right? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I love that movie. I thought it had so much heart. I thought it was great. Yeah, I, I was, nice I was back and forth about it. Yeah, it had a lot of heart. It was a great movie. I just think for for Guardians, maybe I was looking for something different, and maybe that's yeah. why I didn't connect with it as much. I, I um, was looking for something less serious. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but it got it got yeah, like I said, it can, got a bit heavy there. Can, can I suggest the movie then? Sure. For, for sure. something very less serious. So last night we watched Joyride, which was very yep. less serious it was kind of like reminded me of the hangover in a lot of ways oh, um, cool. it was a fun movie but um polite society i i haven't we, we we saw a trailer for this i don't know where forever ago um and it, it's it's bonkers it, it's really fun it's so interesting and different that i'm not even going to tell you what it's about just okay just go and watch it, it, it it's i'll say one thing so the main character wants to be a stunt woman um she's a young girl at school and she and her life's ambition is to be a stunt woman and okay. um, she has this kind of interesting plot, which just gets weirder as the movie goes on. And it was very funny. It was, you know, it's one of those, I think it's going to be like a, a bit of a cult, a cult following one day. But um, okay. yeah, that was cool. And I also watched that um, vampire one with um, Nicolas Cage, Ren, Renfield. Renfield, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Nick, Nick Holt, is Nicholas Holt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, were, they were so good in that. Man, Nicolas Cage just had so much fun with that role. There's- there's a Nick Cage film coming out soon called um, Dream. Uh, it's either Dream Sequence or something, something around something Dream. Anyway, you got to, you actually have to probably see the trailer for this film. But it's it's made by A24, um, okay. uh, and they they have a vibe. A24 make, make film, films with a certain vibe, yeah. um, and it just looks so good. And it's you know you know how Nicolas Cage is like either he's really amazing or not. Yeah, and yeah. You, usually you watch these trailers and then they'll say like Nicolas Cage best performance yet, and it's just like what does that mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but but yeah, no the the trailer like the way that I felt when I saw the trailer for everything everywhere all at once, I had a similar feeling for, for yeah. this. Nice. This Nicolas Cage oh, okay. film, so that that's my, I I believe it's going to be something that's special. Pick. It's my hot pick. Yeah. hot pick. yeah, love it, love it. Yeah, nice. Um, I, I'm going to jump in just really quickly with I finished Ahsoka yesterday. Oh, um, we're, we're about three episodes in, and I'm, yeah, bit bit. Oh, it's okay. Okay, so I I I quite enjoyed it, and if anything, it's it's almost like it's letting me forget the sequel trilogy. And imagine this is the future of Star Wars, yeah. and not the sequel trilogy. And I'm is Hayden Christensen okay in it? it? Yes. Like properly in it, or just his voice? No, nope, properly in it. Is cool. he CGI or is he a real person? A little of both. Oh, okay, cool. Um, uh, there's, there's one she, episode she... in particular where he's in it the whole the whole episode essentially. Can I just quickly go on a Star Wars like bit of part of the episode, Jono? So at the end, I, I've watched Clone Wars, I watched Rebels. I love Rebels. Yep. This is essentially they should have this called this Star Wars Rebels, season. not yep. Ahsoka. Was Ahsoka this serious and wise and slow talking? Everything she says is so slow. Was she like in slow motion at the end of those series, or is this just Rosario Dawson's interpretation of her? Because I, I remember the character more lively and excitable. Yeah. And, you know, fun, and I, 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 
I think she's a great actress. What you know, the show's got really mm. incredible effects and whatever. But um, I just find her performance quite slow, and and I just wanted always to be a bit more. I, I love that character for her energy, um, and particularly as it went through and what happened at the end in Clone Wars and Rebels, like for her arc was really sad. But um, I feel like you this is what? a very different character. Like I, maybe I, I'm misremembering. No, no, I actually totally agree with you on that. It, okay. Her interpretation is quite different, and it's been a lot darker character since the Mandalorian as well. Yeah. Um, and I think partly Rosario Dawson, but also Dave Filoni must be pushing it this way because. I mean, like he created the whole series, so he's obviously well. He can do no wrong, so like whatever he, he knows. Dave Filoni <laughs> is kind of like like Kevin Feige, right? Like it's the same oh, sort of. He is, yeah. Him yeah. and John Favreau are the Kevin Feige of the Star Wars universe at the moment. Yeah. But what he's done with the animated Star Wars stuff, like Rebels, is yeah. the best Star Wars has been for a very, very, very long time. And uh, uh, the Ahsoka series, I've actually enjoyed more for the supporting cast mm. um, than Ahsoka. I'm kind of with you on that, like. You're right. She's she's a lot more somber character, but she's. I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give you an analogy. She's kind of like, um, uh, Gandalf, the Grey was her animated, and Gandalf the White is her live action. Oh, uh, I like that. I, I, um, I understand that. Yeah, and there's a moment in in Ahsoka where that almost plays out exactly the same way. So keep that an eye was... out for it. That yeah. was beautifully nerdy, Jono. I love that. Thank you. That was just amazing. <laughs> he tied and in L O T R with Star Wars. Well it's done. A I'm wonderful. not even a big Lord of the Rings fan, but everyone's uh, a big Lord of the Rings fan. Come on. There's a moment where that where something like that happens in Ahsoka. Okay. And it was just like, oh, of course. Okay, I can live with that and move on. And nice. it's, it's it's been good. And I look forward to seeing that. It's um it's this series is clearly a setup for everything that's coming in the next couple of years. And um, I'm happy with it because it's bringing back some of my favorite things from the late 90s, early 2000s in Star Wars books and stuff. And they're making it li- uh, you know, real. So I'm all for it. Nice. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think it's, it's time to, to talk about history. And seven years we've been doing this together, um, which is you know, phenomenal. I get to spend seven years talking to my mates on a regular basis and everybody else gets to listen to it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Can I, can I put it into perspective for you, John? Do you mind if I go I'd through some it. of the things I've got here? Seven years is 84 months, or it's 2,556 2, days. Or for your understanding, John, it's 19 Marvel movies and 20 Marvel TV shows. That's that's what's and happened. I believe it's also one one playthrough of Persona 5 as well. Is that right? <laughs> New game plus, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playthroughs? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so we've, you said that, you know, this is episode 100, but we've actually done 115 episodes with 99 obviously being numbered and 16 non-numbered. So you you guys ready for this? So with our non-numbered podcasts over the years, we've done a bunch of spoiler casts. Um, Our Mm -hmm. third episode, funnily enough, was... Um, a spoiler cast about remember, remember Doctor which, Strange. Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange yeah. yep. Listen to um, it, yeah. And then we've done a bunch of box blurbs, which I miss and oh, which are a lot of fun. And they'll come back. I think I think that'd be something that people who are listening who haven't listened all the way through, like that would be something cool to go back to. Um, they they kind of spread out through the earlier years of Versus Player. Um, do you want to tell us a bit about what that was, John? Like that was your brainchild, really. Yeah, I had two games in the early days that I played with you guys, and I'm really tempted to bring some of them back. Box Blurb was all about, um, I would read you a line from the back of the box of a game, 
and you had to try and guess what the game was from that description on the back of the box. It was a lot of fun trying to find things and a description on the back of the box that was really vague, <laughs> or vague <laughs> enough that it would you know, keep you guessing for a while. And I, if I remember rightly, I laid in like three back of the box blurbs to give yes. you. And it came out. in yeah. as it went through. And, and, and we had some videos for those. Um, and we like, so we've, you know, obviously got the podcast and we had a few YouTube. Yeah. We've, we've, only, we've look, I looked at YouTube today. It's only 10 videos we've put on there. Um, so, so not a lot, but um, you know, something, something different, but, I know, Jace, you and Jen did a, a bunch of podcasts for us as yeah. well about um, Monster Hunter. They were, they were all Monster Hunter themed, right? They were all Monster Hunter themed. It was, yeah, we were we were waist deep in uh, in Monster Hunter world at that time. And so, yeah, yeah we, we certainly, we were trying all sorts of different things uh, back in the earlier days. And, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was a combination of you know the website and all those amazing articles that were put up, and then uh, that was all. Joke. And then the yeah, that's true, yeah. And then you know um, the the videos that were being put together, and then the podcast, and like the the website went through sort of multiple iterations, and we had a different logo yes. at the beginning, and then we changed it again. Yeah. Um, back when we were brainstorming at the beginning. Uh, we were trying to come up with like different names for, you know, and, and we were basing it around like what domain names were available, right? Because we wanted to have back then, at least it was like, we wanted to have this, 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 um, this website and, and, and a web presence. Cause it felt like that was what was sort of necessary uh, to, to be able to, to get yourself out there. Um, and also obviously you don't want the names to be taken on social media, right? Like in the beginning we were on everything we were on Twitter and we on Facebook and yeah. the, we had these, but they had these programs set up so that when you would like post an article on one, it would post it on all of them. Yeah. You know, you, you really, you, you'd emulate yourself based on, you know, the, the backs of giants, right? Like, you know, your IGNs and your Kotakus and all mm. of those and, and trying to follow what, what they did. Uh, and the, the reality is that, um, that video gaming is a saturated market and to have a voice yeah. in video gaming is really, really difficult, which, you know, if you can get at least one person to, to listen to you, um, that, 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 that I think is, is an achievement in itself, especially if they keep coming back. Um, yeah. and, and the, the stats, certainly do indicate that we are getting the, the same people coming back each time. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, um, we've, 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 we've come a long way. I think, I think in the beginning we were, what was one of the names that was like, that was going to win? I think oh, we wanted to call ourselves over encumbered was, yeah. was the name we wanted to go yeah. for. And it turns out there was already somebody called. You know what's funny about that, Chase? What's that? So I looked up over encumbered today. It's still in development. <laughs> so maybe, hey, maybe 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 they'll get there one day um, i'll get yeah. there man i'll no, get there no. everyone moves at their own pace if it takes yeah. you seven years to get there then it takes that you was seven it years. like that was yeah. that was one of the things too and like like so much has changed since since we started like jace you've moved house a bunch of times i've moved house you got married and had a kid jace since we yeah. started my my kids are all like in school now and um you know i had a little baby when we started which was hilarious when you think back to it like how awesome yeah. is my wife to say yep off you go each week and, and go and hang out with your mates and that that studio one i think we called it at the time or something like that jace where we head over and go down to a porto hang out talk about what we're going to record and play some games and uh, it was just it was good times like yeah and, and it's funny like we moved to so we did it in person um up to episode episode 51 was our COVID cast episode so oh, wow. basically halfway through where we are now we moved from yeah meeting each week in person and we had a really good run so we were we were sometimes putting up two episodes in a week um, and if you work it out like on average we've put up more than one episode a week over the seven years but we've had it's funny i was having a look through our statistics so um the longest gap we've had between episodes 
was we had episode 47, which was Endgame, which funnily enough um, was getting <laughs> called that because it almost was. Um, between that and our next episode, which was a spoiler cast episode on Sky on Rise of Skywalker, um, Mandalorian, and Fallen Order, um, we had 11 months between wow. those two episodes. Um, so, but otherwise, what year was like, that? <laughs> that was twenty nine March nineteen twenty nineteen to February fourth twenty twenty. So it was it was a big yeah it was a big life game. part there. No, but we had we had things on and and you know yeah. that was kind of that was kind of it. Um, some other funny statistics I found: our shortest episode was our second episode, which was not, wasn't a numbered one, but it was a spoiler cast on Doctor Strange, um, but. Our longest episode, how long do you think our longest episode's gone for? Uh, two hours oh. and 15 minutes, It's my guess. Uh, I'm trying to cheat, I'll be honest with you. I'm scrolling now. <laughs> um, I'm not going to make it. Uh, I've, I've not seen the number two appear at any point. So I'm going to say that it's under two hours, but like just. Epi- episode 30, and you guys will remember this. We I did just scroll past 30. Your place, Jace, Game of the Year 2017, and you. I think we had the three of us. We three guests, hours. Sorry. Yes, over the year. Yeah. No, three hours. Sorry. Jen wow. was there. Um, ben was there. And I don't know, was M there as well? Because oh, we've had M on some episodes. We've had Rogan on an episode um, recently. Yep. Got to get him back on. Hi, Rogan. Um, like, yeah, that was three hours, but that was that was a huge one. And in some, way, some ways, like that one well, makes what sense. What was the Game of the Year that year? the game of the and I was gonna ask you guys later, but for me, the game of versus player over the years, Red Dead Redemption Two. That was like that was the God of War Red Dead um year, I'm pretty sure. And for me wow. that's been the best game that we've I had still over only the years. played that three one hours. with you guys. Yeah, three hours. We've done events, guys. We've been to we we've done events as like media, which was pretty funny when you think about it. Got um, free stuff. Got free stuff. I got to interview uh, I wrote his name down. I'm going to forget it otherwise, or I have the, forgotten it. The developers of the game, uh, Think of Pat, the Children. Pat. Surprise Attack Games. In episode nine, we got to interview mm. him. But he was he was a champion. That was fun. Um, but yeah, and I got packs and IGN um, events and things like that as well. Um, but yeah, I found the, the funny thing. So when we started, Fortnite had not been released. It had been announced. No. It wasn't released. And like I feel like Fortnite's been out forever. So look at us go. Um, the iPhone 7 was the current iPhone. It only just come out. The the latest game that had come out, and we did a practice podcast, I believe, all about this, was Forza Horizon 3. And I'm pretty sure in the podcast, I called it Forza Horizon 2 or Forza Horizon 4, not the proper one. Um, so <laughs> I've got to, you know, that's been, that's been happening. Um, PlayStation have acquired 10 studios over the last seven years. Xbox have acquired eight. But of that eight, they've also acquired Zenimax, which is eight studios itself. So they, they <laughs> have done a lot of acquiring and not much releasing in the last few years. But when we started Versus Player, so the consoles we were playing at the time, we had PC, obviously, Xbox One, PS4, and Wii. Wii U, sorry. That was what we were playing on. And then during the time we've been recording, so what have we had? We've had the Switch, PS5, the Xbox Series, uh, Steam Deck has come out. Yeah. We've got like VR things. Not in Australia. No, that's right. But but VR, like and I'm getting yep. my Oculus next week. I'm very excited. Well, better quest, sorry. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Oh, did you actually order it? Yeah, I've been waiting for years. I, I've been selling all my games and I, I've got it ready to go. Um, but um, wait, so you, wait, you're getting an Oculus, not a MetaQuest. MetaQuest, sorry. Oh, right, right. Thing. Okay, right, it's, right. It's same thing. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, well, what, wait a second. In all these changes that you're talking about and the changes the two of you've gone through, I realize my life hasn't changed dramatically. I mean, it has and it hasn't. But let's see, I've been working in the same place almost that entire time. I think I shift, shifted locations where I work, but I'm still working for the same company. Uh, em and I have are still engaged throughout that entire period and not done anything about it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling like the static one here. No, you've had a hundred and sixteen episodes, Jono. The constant oh, the is constant, necessary. Yeah. Same for the hair. That's the only thing that shifts. See what happens yeah. to the next hundred, Jono. The hair looks good. People Thanks. at home telling you his hair looks really good. Yeah, it's a skin fade. I mean, Until I go and get one. From he the has barber. it. That, that's a, that, that's yeah, a starting point. Yeah, I know. He's doing point, better than right? you like like I don't know true. what happened I, I to me, man. I saw a photo of us, and yeah, you both had hair. And so, yeah. like when we started, I had a lot of hair. You did. And I didn't realize you could lose that much hair in, in that period of time, but apparently you can. Yeah, um, well, I remember when I left my last work, my, my boss, who was a lovely, lovely, lovely lady, um, just burned me like I've never been burned before <laughs> in front of a room of people. And she said, I found a photo of you when you first started working here and you had hair. I'm sorry for what we've done to you. <laughs> and I was just like, man, you like, she's never said a mean thing to me before, really. She burned me so hard. It was, it was very good. Um, but man, like, yeah, Seven years, been been awesome, guys, and see where we go from here, hey? Well, so I listened to our first 13 episodes a couple of months back, just before we were planning to do the episode um, two weeks after our last episode. And how long is it now? Three months. Um, <laughs> yeah, these things happen. But and thankfully, I took notes. Otherwise, I would have forgotten all oh, this good. stuff. So, so here's the things that I noticed in our first 13 episodes that stood out to me. Um, we made a big deal about Duke Nukem being in Bulletstorm and that, Gearbox was going to do something with the license of Duke Nukem. That nope. didn't happen. Um, I, in listening to the first 13 episodes of um, our podcast and then remembering an episode during lockdown, that I talked to you guys about a game that I originally owned called Star Trek Bridge Commander. Yep. And then you <laughs> told me back in like the fifth or the sixth episode that you had the copy because uh, our mutual friend had given it to you after I lent it to him Whoops. and you said you should give it back to me. Whoopsie. I then proceeded to forget about that for <laughs> another five years, bought a copy online only to tell you in the podcast for you to remind me that you had that copy. <laughs> Hilarious. Anyway. It's, uh, Joe it's, brought that up recently like, though. Yeah. It, sorry, it, sorry, Joe. No, no that's, that's hilarious. Um, another constant in that first 13 episodes, Sonic versus Mario, um, a, a battle that will continue until... Time hey, they, they've both had movies since we started recording. Sonic 2 has had two movies and Mario had one. The crazy thing is I prefer the Sonic movie than the Mario movie. Mario's like, yeah, the games are just... Anyway, let's not get into that. No, no, I mean, we can. We, we, we did a lot in those first Yes, days. we have. Yeah. Um, our friendship never never ceased throughout these, which has probably been the big constant for me. Um, I, I loved re-listening to the episode where Jason and I talked about our Splinter Cell Conviction oh, yeah, I love that. moment. That's one of my favourites. Um, okay, Jason, you'll like first this. episode? It was, um, actually, it didn't come up until, I think, our second. I think we talked about it in one of the pre... So we talked about this before, but we recorded four episodes before we actually put one up for, the, for everyone to listen to. And so it came up a couple of times in the first four non-published episodes and then didn't come up until the second or the third. Um, so when Mass Effect Andromeda was coming out, Joe, Joe and I were like, this game looks awesome, the combat's fantastic, <laughs> and Jace was like, I don't give a stuff, it looks like crap. And guess who was Jace right? wins. Jace wins. Um, there was a prediction that Mario was going to come to Xbox, um, through Phil Spencer, 
Because who said that? Who said that? Well, I see. I didn't write down who said it, but I think I know who it was. Because the Switch might suck and kill Nintendo. Now I think that was Joe, <laughs> which is I really was, I was pissing myself last laughing this movie. <laughs> Um, I've decided that we need to start drinking games. So for anyone who's listened to us for a long time, go back and oh. um, you can have a drinking game on me saying the words moving right along. Apparently, <laughs> I said it a lot. Um, oh, Joe predicted that Half-Life 3 has to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. Well, Half-Life Alex has happened. So there you go. It's kind of... No, it hasn't. How long ago was that, Joe? It hasn't yeah, happened, no. Joe. It hasn't happened. It's let go, Joe. It, yeah. Okay. It, it, yeah. Uh, episode five, one of my favorite comments. Um, I'm not the biggest fan, a uh, Zelda fan, Jace. <laughs> Did I say uh, that? Uh, yeah, I, Zelda's like, really good, I, man. Yeah, you said you're not the biggest Zelda fan and weren't uh. that interested in Zelda, and that's was one of the things preventing you from thinking about buying a Switch. You know what? Well, I, I think I said change. I. I think I said I enjoyed the Rise of Skywalker too, at the time. Boy, oh boy, has my opinion changed on that? We had an episode yeah. after we saw. Was Rise of Skywalker the one? Oh, it was a was that, was that the second one from the reboot? Like, was episode yeah, yeah. With, the, with the casino? Oh, no, no, no. The second one. What's the second one called? Um, the Last Jedi. Oh, the, the Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. Sorry. Oh, my no, gosh. You know what? what a Star I think, Wars fan I am. Take my I think the Rise Star of Skywalker Wars. sucks as well. It's better <laughs> than The Last what? Jedi. The Last Jedi. The one with the it casino. Was... That it was, was so hard. Like I remember watching that. We, we watched I'm that sorry. together, right? I was with you guys. Yeah. yeah we watched yeah, it, and then we went back to Jono's apartment, and then we all sat down and we talked about it. I feel like we talked about it after we saw yeah, it. Yeah, is we, that, yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. And I remember, like, like especially going to the movies with you guys when you're so into a, a certain franchise. I like. I don't want to be a bummer, right? I don't want to be somebody, but I might not be like super into it. But like I like the energy, and like there is nothing quite like, and it will be unmatched to this day. Going to um, Endgame, oh, yeah. um, oh. and and yeah, like being in the row with you, and and watching you guys, and watching you like just nudging each other and getting all into it, and like there's no experience like I mean the the cinema blew up anyway, and what I mean yeah. blew up is yeah. like people got really excited, um, and like the atmosphere, everything. It was I'm I'm pretty sure it was opening night. It was a midnight one, um, or or it was very very close. But uh, but seeing that, and I I still I still ride that high to this day. Yeah. Um, but that Star Wars film, whichever one that was, Oof. uh, the <laughs> I don't know what it was called. Um, last year, thank you. Um, it was not a good film, and I walked out of that, and I was just like, "Do these guys enjoy this movie?" And I like, I, I think my wife was with me too, and I was like, "Did you like it?" And she's like, "Yeah, you know, it was alright." And I was just like, "This is not a, <laughs> this is not a good movie." Like, am I? Does everybody here just have Star Wars madness, and they have to like these films? Yeah, like, is I there did. a chance that they're not? And you really did enjoy it at the time, Joe. But it, yeah. it, uh, after after it all worn off, wore off, uh, I think you saw the light. I've seen the light. I still prefer Last Jedi to Rise of Skywalker because Rise of Skywalker was just, just, there was nothing about that plot that would, it, it was all, it was the worst pandering. It was even worse. Yeah. At least in Last Jedi, the director went, you know what, I'm going to create something new. And that's what pissed everyone off. And it wasn't well constructed because it was but, building off the last movie. But Jonah, so it didn't work well. But Rise of Skywalker was just shit. But, but somehow he returned. <laughs> That was just yeah. You're right. You're right. It's all bad. bad. Midichlorians, man. Man, yeah, midichlorians are better than yeah. The true. crap that came out of those he's, movies. He's, he's not wrong. Jar Jar's better. Yeah. Jar Jar was the man. Yeah, and he Jar-Jar. finally got his 
you know, he's due in what was the the Mandalorian later on as a Jedi. Wait, what? The um the actor that played Jar Jar, who almost took his life thanks to Jar Jar, but to play a Jedi that rescued Grogu, you know, Baby Yoda in the Mandalorian in a flashback from the Jedi Temple during As Jar Jar? No. No, he was a they created a character from as Cowards. I should have brought him back as Jar Jar. That would have been cool. That would have been so good. Jason, um, you need a, you need to get into Star Wars writing. I will. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's I don't know. Right, it's not hard. Um, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Well, maybe there was a good reason for them not to do that, considering that you know, if if fans were really revolted against this poor actor, because that's yeah. a hard performance to play, yeah. right? Like, oh, yeah. and I assume this actor was the guy doing the voice as well, right? He's not like a mocap yeah. guy. Like he was yeah. doing that. That's not a yeah. It's not an easy voice yeah. to pull off. He was both. He was the mocap and the and the voice. So, I, yeah. I swear, I swear, if next year they come out with a limited series called Binks, I mean, I'm watching Binks. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Almost sounds like the name of, um, like, Microsoft decided to turn Blinks the Time Cat into an animated series. That'd, That'd be, cool. be weird. There's a, there's a prediction that uh, would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, well, wait and see it. Um, actually, on predictions and other things that we both, we all seem to enjoy. For the first five episodes, we couldn't stop talking about the game, The Last Guardian. Did any of us actually play it? I played no. it. I didn't play no. it all the way through. Why do we keep it. talking about it? I don't know. Apparently, it was something popular for us. Um, another quote, uh, this one from Joe, the Switch <laughs> is not going to do better than the Wii. I mean, I mean, Joe. Joe was Joe was wrong on that one, wasn't he? I, I think he was. Uh, Jace, not interested. Breath <laughs> of the Wild. Um, I, was, yeah, I oh. said that one two switch should have been included with the console. Should I be. still believe that? Should and uh, Joe said to me that by episode one hundred you'll be finished Final Fantasy Seven. Sorry to disappoint you, boys. I still haven't finished it. In fact, <laughs> I haven't touched it in like five years. Um, <laughs> throughout all that, though. I listening to those first thirteen episodes, I have the desire to play with the two of you Titanfall two again. Oh, okay. I got that written down here too. That yep. was priceless. Can Get I say something here. about Titanfall two? Good job with the double thumbs up there, Jono, with the fireworks in the background. Titanfall yep. two has made a resurgence. There are players, yes. the servers are live again, and people yes. are playing it. Um, I, I, I just, what I just want to play. Is getting destroyed by everybody. No, no, just, three of us played yeah. here. Grappling hooks, knives, that's it. Get over here. Yeah. That was the best game mode we've we've ever created. Hell, mm. we'll even open it up to our audience. If our audience wants to join us in that game one day. Yeah, if you do, write in because we've been saying this for a hundred episodes <laughs> and we've gotten two people to write in and I'm sure we put one of those up to it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. like, this is your chance. If you want to join us on a private server of Titanfall 2 and play our version called Get Over Here, we use grappling hooks. Hell, we got to remember how to do it. Um, write in any email address that ends in addresses player will do it for you um, it's true do it please it is do it and uh, the other game maybe this is me wanting something I don't know uh, I want to play Halo Wars Definitive Edition with you guys again because for some reason I seem to really enjoy it Halo Wars was, was good fun yeah, did we play one or two awesome. um, I said one in this case um, hmm. we did play two together and it was fun I thought one was a little more just like classic feel yeah yeah yeah. Um, any other memories from you guys from the past? That, that was just the first 13 episodes. Uh, there were so yeah. many things. I was listening to these on the bus to and from work for, for it was like a solid three weeks. 
and I was pissing myself laughing at times, just going, what were we thinking when we said that? Yeah. And so that's, that's, you do a hundred episodes of anything. Like, of course that's oh. going to happen. No, no, yeah. that were good. That were good. Yeah. Good thoughts to go back on, but uh, just some of those little things, like how much Jace was like, Zelda, who gives a stuff about that? And I went, wow, if only I could show you that back then, uh, you know, how many hours you sunk into it. Yeah. Um, just, just lots of little things. Little yeah. It's funny. Like I, I had put, oh, sorry, Jace, you go. No, I was just going to say that was the other game we finished. We finally finished um, uh, Breath of the Wild. Was it called, was it called? Oh, Tears of the Kingdom? Kingdom? We finally oh, finished Tears of the Kingdom as well. We're, yeah, it was, nice. it was close to 200 hours on that one. Um, I have to and, get back uh, to that. And we got to the end. And when you think it's over, it, it doesn't it doesn't end. Oh. So um yeah, no, it's it, it it's a long one. I really like the game, but I I think it was just I uh, I didn't feel like I was making progress. There was too many distractions. I I think I like I'm kinda done with the switch now. Like I feel You've said that before. Yeah. 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 All right, I'll just be quiet. Actually, <laughs> actually so this is a slight aside, and if you if you're thinking of anything about a past hundred episodes, I'd love to hear them. But um, one thing that's been constant is I always like talking about retro games. Mm. And a couple of months ago, I bought two retro games from a guy at work, one of our security guards. Um, he sells them on eBay market. Oh, sorry, Facebook Marketplace, which is why I never hear. He's selling off his entire collection to try and get a deposit for a house. So I. Wow, I, I, that's I, awesome! I, I hope he's got some good games there. Does he, does he listen? Does he chance. listen to the show? He probably doesn't. No, but he um, he has an amazing collection. Like I think he's been collecting games for most of his life. He's been selling stuff on uh, Facebook Marketplace consistently. It's how he makes some background cash. So he'll buy stuff cheap and then sell it on. Um, but his personal collection is in pretty good con- condition, and he had some GameCube games. And two of the ones that he listed that I really wanted. One was. F-Zero GX and was like, hell yeah, that was like the last great F-Zero game. Seriously, I kid not. A month later, F-Zero 99 comes out on the Switch and I'm just like, this is awesome. <laughs> so um, I still haven't played F-Zero GX, funnily enough. It's sitting there. I'm staring at it right now, along with Battalion Wars, which I bought off him. But the other thing I brought around that Battalion time... Wars on him? Yeah. How, how much was Battalion Wars? Do you remember how much you paid? Too bad. I think I paid about $30 or $40 off him for it. But uh, F-Zero GX, I paid like... 100 and something or 120 bucks maybe for it because you know what that's the going price and he was looking for money for his i went you know what i get what you're getting the money for i'll give you a price um but another thing i brought around that time was a game that i remember coming out when i was at toys r us that i really wanted on the ds and it was another code yep which is oh, called familiar. trace memories in the states yep yep I've heard of and that. um i was really excited to, to get it and i've played a little bit of it and it's a fantastic game Again, that same week they announced F-099, they also announced another code remastered coming to the Switch. So it's not only the DS game, but it's also the Wii release that came out after it um, all combined as the one thing. And it's like, wow, I wish I could put my powers of prediction of what's going to get remastered. Hey, Jono. Yeah, creative pursuits. Is he selling um, Uncharted, the Lost Legacy? Not Lost Legacy. Um, What was the... Oh, the um, the, Golden Golden Abyss. Can you buy oh. Golden Abyss of him so it comes to PlayStation 4 so I or 5 so I can play it because I don't have a PSP or whatever it was on Vita. Sorry. Um, Done. Yeah, do that. Do make that happen. That would be awesome. Thank you for that. I, I think that's what I'm going to do. I'll just go find an obscure game that I really want, buy it, and then it'll get re-released. Yeah. Do, yeah, do you have like really a game that you're actively hunting that you cannot find or, or not really? Ooh, uh, let me take a look. I've got a list here. Um, <laughs> it's always so, right at hand for Jono. 
It is, absolutely. Any moment. Well, I remember there was a time I was over at your place, Jace, and you had an emulator, and one of the games I wanted to play on there was Cybernator. Yep. Well, they released... um, It was another title that came out on PS2, which was essentially the same game, just not regionalized for America, called um, uh, Mobile Suits... Uh, I can't remember the name now, but I've came out on Switch, so I've got that now. So let's tack that one off. Oops, I can tick off that and that. Um, I've been looking for Eternal Darkness on GameCube. That'd, that'd be hard to find. Uh, you can get it, but it's about 100 bucks. Okay. Or Have you played 90, it? 80, 90 bucks. Um, I remember playing a demo of it years ago when it was being announced. And Very unusual game. Yeah, and that's what I think I liked about it. Um, what else am I chasing at the moment? I'm, I'm chasing a copy on the PS1 of Starblade Alpha. Wow. So it was an arcade game I remember playing. It was like, it reminded me of The Last Starfighter. Okay, cool. Um, And for some stupid reason, it goes for stupid amounts of money because it's gotten rare, which is just bizarre. Um, Assault Assault Suits Vulcan was the Cybernator game. Um, And there was something else I was actively chasing, but I can't. It's not kind of... uh, I'd like to get myself a copy, a copy of uh, Confidential Mission for the Sega Dreamcast, which wow. is, it's like a spy game. I play Confidential Mission. Of, uh, Virtual Cop. Yeah, great game. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not a great title. Confidential Mission. You've never played it? I'm sure you played in the arcades with me. It, it's we pretty, it's, it. it was great. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's pretty generic sounding. It sounds like a Steven <laughs> Seagal film, but yeah. yeah, yeah um, totally. I'll tell you what. You you have inspired. Well, your security guard has inspired yeah. me. <laughs> I've, recent, I've recently purchased a house, and I have no money, and yes. I have games in boxes, yes. and I need yes. to sell them. And I think they're worth more than I think they are. Yes. Jono John is right. Just a Zoom call or phone call away. Apparently, to buy, yeah. To buy them off I, you. I have no money, but I'll I'll find money if it's the right game. <laughs> Not yeah, no. It's even it's even just yeah. They're just sitting in a box. They've got to they've got to go somewhere. I um. I went back to my mum's house recently and I was like clearing the place out and I found all of the boxes for all the game consoles I'd owned over the years. Oh. Uh, and this, yeah, well, you, what I'm about to say next is going to hurt you. Um, and like, I'm talking like Mega Drive with the manual Dreamcast oh. boxes. There was a Saturn box. Um, oh, there was a, That's on my... Yeah. Like, I mean, I've got all the consoles. Don't I've got, I'm talking about the boxes. I've I been them, man. I've been no, the boxes. No, you could have sold them. People, people so, buy that. People are crazy. Yeah. It yeah. is stupid how many boxes go on. What did you say? Dreamcast for like eight dollars. Dreamcast box, box yeah. Just There's no box. way that somebody bought a, a ninety dollars Dreamcast box, but um, people are I, doing it. They're not. Finished they're collections. Not doing it. No. Doing it. I, the thing is, I don't know if I want to deal with. And box no disrespect to, no, to the I, listeners out there, I don't want to totally deal with somebody with who's going because they're going to be like, "Oh, I just, where's the blemishes on the?" Box? I'm like, man, it's yeah. kind of gone yellow because you know age. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that was a smart move. I but I mean, if Joe's about to say that it was like you know over a hundred bucks, then maybe uh, I'll. Do you want to know? Yeah, just tell me the. Tell I'm trying. I'm trying. I, I don't navigate eBay on my um. Satin boxes are probably going a bit because they're not there. Someone, someone's selling them for like the people are trying to sell them for a hundred bucks, but I don't know if they're going to get a hundred bucks. Yeah, no, I don't want. I don't want to deal with that. Um, no, fair enough. Uh, I, but, I just, I just called it and I just but, put it in the bin. I, I've, 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 I've had all games and consoles. Tell me. I'm not going to bin games and consoles. No, but, I don't yeah. think you're going to bin them before you sell them. Oh, I see. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I'll you and I talk about this on and off. It's, it's, it's yeah. like such. I mean, it's not that hard, right? I open the box and then I scan it and I tr- and I write down the name and I try and mm. figure out what it's worth. Wow. I just can't 56 be bucks, so, 71 bucks for what? 
67 so people are selling the box mm. on eBay yeah for drink boxes. yeah boxes for mm. games as well just a box cuz when i look at like my collection there's some most things i buy now i i want the box and the manual and if i don't get the manual i'm not really gutted but i want the box at the very least so i'll tend to preface towards that but you might people to sell just boxes and manuals in the room. Yeah. Do you want Shenmue, like... Jono? Shenmue, seven ninety nine, case only. Oh, my case I've got, is I've got, I've it. got Shenmue on the drink. What's Shenmue on the Dreamcast worth, Joe? Sorry to get you to work, no, 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 work no, for no. us on a on a <laughs> yeah, Thursday that, night. That, that was a sold, um, a sold, just box only. Shenmue. I don't even you know spell this. Let's. You know, I'm, I don't know how interested Shenmue. the listeners are to this, but like, I'm just curious. Like, wow. How do I? How do I figure out what these things are worth, John? What am I? What am I supposed to be doing here? So I'm just going to run you through some Sega, uh, sorry, some Super Nintendo games. How about some Super Nintendo games? Yeah, everyone, cool, cool. everyone at home, play along. Start looking um, this up. Box or, or box or just cartridge? No, the whole lot. Manual box and cartridge. The whole shebang. Okay. We're talking okay. here. So like Harvest Moon, the original Harvest Moon. I feel like with Stardew Valley, <laughs> yeah, the Harvest Moon should be worth something. I got on, the box. On, I got the manual. SNES? SNES, my friend. Yeah. Let's do Harvest Moon on the SNES. Uh, uh, do you want to know? Yeah, hit me. Oh. $949.99 sold. Guess who's buying a house? Um, <laughs> so, a see, th- all right. A thousand just, bucks. It's going for I a thousand just... with the box. And the nice. cartridge on its own goes for about, uh, whoa, between 70 to 200 bucks. All right. That, that's 1795 that no, uh, Can you guys look up a game called Lufia? Uh, it was just called Excellent. Lufia in Australia. L U F I A. It was just Lufia. And Steph? Um, but it's actually Lufia too. Yes. It's called yeah. Lufia. It's a purple box. It has a guy on the front with a sword. And yeah. I still know. Oh, and boxed. It's you fully know, boxed, the whole shebang. Uh, about four bucks. Oh, I'm seeing 100 and something. Oh, I just I'm, saw I'm, seeing, I'm seeing some for 48. But um, that's, that's a different game. No, only I'm seeing around the 170 to $200 mark. But boxed, it gets up to between four to six hundred. Huh. And like, do, what about like Dreamcast games and stuff? Do they go for much or like yeah, what if I had Shemu? If I had Shemu boxed the original Dreamcast one, is that is that worth anything or not really? Probably um, not. Yeah, a little bit. Not not massive amounts, but um, yeah, I, I think we could do some fun stuff with you. Yeah, some some of those games aren't worth much, and you should just sell them to Johnny for twenty bucks. Yeah, oh totally. Um, <laughs> Shenmue goes for boxed in good condition goes for about 170 bucks 100 cool. to 170 cool I got to uh, I got to get in that get in that box and start selling these because they're just sitting there doing nothing so okay so this is what I do at the moment I watch YouTube and I watch Americans that go and buy games from like secondhand stores and um, you know pawn shops and all those sorts of places and then sell them on Amazon and eBay and I don't know why I watch these because I just sit there and get angry at them the whole time because of <laughs> how much they can find. But the amount of money they're flipping some of these games for is just phenomenal. Yeah. And they're just doing it in little bits and it's their, their, their income per month. It's how they do it. They just go and buy this stuff and then flip it for you know 20 to $30 a game. I've said um, it all the way through the podcast. Like I buy physical because I sell my games back. Like I'm going to sell Mortal Kombat. I didn't use the unlockable character um code oh, that came with it so i'm going to be able to sell it with the code i am hoping to get back as much as i paid for it um and you've been pretty confident with that haven't you pretty confident i will yeah it's how i paid for the MetaQuest. like i have yeah. just been selling games for the last few months i i stopped doing it for a little while um and i had a little bit of a, a backlog of them um i've just posted two games like two days ago i think i sold final fantasy and 
oh, I can't remember what else it was, but I sold two games for like 120 bucks. Um, like that's after the eBay has taken my payments away. Um, well, this, it, it's this worth is, doing. This is what I find interesting in, in Australia, and particularly Sydney for retro games. There used to be a whole chain of stores called Games Traders. Yes. Yep. They're still around, but I walked into the one in Rouse Hill about a week ago. Um, just happened to walk past and went, oh, Games Traders, yay. Haven't been to one in ages. Walked in. There was an entire wall of pop vinyls. Yep. And I'm going, are there any video games at this place? Yeah. And I walked around and around and found these two little cubby holes that had the worst selection of games I've seen in a long time, asking eBay prices for stuff that didn't look that good. And it's like, this is sad. And there are games out there and, you know, people are sitting on them or not doing anything with them. So, I, yeah, I, I think Sydney can do better. Yeah. I don't think it needs to all disappear on eBay. I like a good store you can walk into, talk to the owner, someone that's actually passionate about it. The problem is, you know, people want to sell for more on eBay and the physical store is expensive in Sydney. So, yeah. Well, it's, it's funny so, though, so. like you're talking about all these games that are coming out, trying to like remasters and re-releases. But mm. one of the things that has happened in our years of podcasting has been all this, like the, the rise of subscriptions within gaming. Yeah. You know, we talk about, we've, we've joked about, um, you know, Game Pass being the best deal in gaming and whatnot. I, I actually have downgraded my game pass just to just a console now um because i'm you know happy with what i've got on pc and mm. i've got the playstation one i've paid for a few years of that i think it's excellent um and there's a tier that above that that i don't have where you get access to like ps1 games um like you you can play anything it's just a matter of yeah do you want to make money out of it or do you want to play it um if you just want to play it there's so many legit ways yeah. to do it so many so many cheaper ways to do it now um and even like playing games as a hobby, like I said, like the way I do it, where I sell them, that's a really good way to do it. But like, you know, Assassin's Creed Mirage just came out today. I've, I've mm. bought it um, because I've heard it's really short. And, yeah. um, you know, like I said, I'm not doing too much. So I just want something else to play. I'm going to give it a go. But if I didn't do my sell thing, I would have just got a Ubisoft Plus subscription for a month and I could just play that game and then finish it, cancel my subscription yeah. and I'm done with it. Um, there's so many smart ways to, you know, Starfield. Like we all played it because of Game Pass, and we don't we don't feel like we've been ripped off having bought it for a hundred bucks and, you know, only played it for however long we played it for. It's the subscription model is really good in a lot of ways. Um, and like I wouldn't have played Cocoon, I wouldn't have even heard mm. of it if I hadn't just seen it sitting there and thought I'll give that a go. And it's brilliant. Yeah, it's, I, I'm with you. I never thought I would have fallen in love with subscription model. Mm. I still like physical yeah. to a certain degree, but this is just an ease. Oh, the Nintendo the subscription model. model is like built for you, Jono. Oh, they're all good. Funnily enough, even though I subscribe Nintendo's um, subscription annually, um, I, I don't think I play enough of the retro games in there. And I yeah. don't know what it is that stops me from doing that. Um, Have you yeah, got a retro it's... controller for it? No, I've got a pro controller. I yeah. prefer that. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's funny. I thought about retro controllers a couple of times, but I don't play a lot of the NES games. I play some of the Game Boy Advance games on there and Mega Drive. There's I Mega Drive, other so, yeah. places I'd rather play it on. Yeah. Um, there's one or two games in there that, you know, excite me, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's interesting um, motivations and why I play certain things. But yeah, I, there's something I do like about being able to walk into a store and see certain games and play certain oh, games. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of miss that. And it's, it's getting harder. Yeah. Yeah. I think more people are doing it to make money rather than doing it as a hobby or an interest. And, totally. you know, it, it, it's, 
Yeah. And I think that's what gets me angry. I watch these shows and just go, you're not playing them. <laughs> and I look at my collections like, I'm not playing them either. <laughs> so, so back when the Xbox One was announced, the yeah. idea with the Xbox One was that it was going to be discless. Yeah, uh, and people revolted and said that was a stupid idea, and nobody oh, was going to want to do that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, nowadays we have the Series S, which is a fantastic console, and I know a lot of people have uh, nice opinions on on the S and, and around the fact that you know it shouldn't exist because it's holding back console gaming and blah blah blah. Um, but the reality is that I think the S is here to stay, and there will be a more powerful version. And um, I mean, oh, yeah. a There's game a like a discless X. But but there even is. even yeah. an X though is has to be online. So we had a, a, another planned outage. Um, X to tell you wonderful with your planned outages, sending me a message <laughs> ten minutes before you do the bloody thing. Oh. Um, but they had a planned outage for a day. I tried to play Mortal Kombat, and the only mode in it that I could play was the story mode. Because yeah. every other mode, it's like you will, your progress will not save. You will not get level up. You you can't even access some modes. And it's like, aren't these offline? Like, isn't the crypt an offline thing? What does it matter? Why can't I save my progress? Or why can't I get experience for doing this game offline? And I couldn't play any of my Game Pass games. I think if mm. I turned um, it to like offline, I think I would have been able to, but I couldn't be bothered. And I just went and did other things, built some Lego. Um, but yeah, like they're practically always online all these consoles anyway yeah except for the switch yeah and and so like i decided somewhere along the way that i just had to get in board with digital mainly because for so long i was just buying and collecting these games and i think game Pass has kind of saved me a little bit or any subscription service for that matter has saved me a little bit there because there were games that i would buy and then have them and not enjoy them and then mm. i would like be a little bit wary about what my next purchase was going to be i don't there was a time though where like almost every game that I bought that I'd done a little bit of research on was always consistently good. Uh, at least it felt that way. Like I've, I've got yeah. a couple of games in my library that, that weren't great and I regretted it, but like ultimately I would play these games and, and, and see it through to the end. Um, I, I had to move away, I think from, from physical media um, just because I was buying every single collector's edition and, and I, you know, and, and, I, and I sort of put a stop to that. But in saying that, physical media is still cheaper. And yeah. especially when you can resell it. Yep. Um, yep. And and for some reason, people are paying what you paid for to buy it. I don't it's know why weird. that keeps happening. It's, so it's super weird. strange. It's like, so so maybe they don't have life. access to a physical store. But I mean, Amazon is a thing now. So. Amazon sells it for the same price that I'm selling them for sometimes. It's what really bizarre. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I'm um, going to get that money if I can. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, maybe. Maybe also, most of those games you have to have a there's a downloadable content like component. You can't like yeah. You, you can't play it without the internet being involved anyway. So yep. yeah, you're right. I it's, we're in a weird place. I, I guess the question is, when do you think that physical media will actually die out? Do you think that it's gonna? Do you think it'll happen in our lifetime? Yeah. Yeah. I totally. Yeah. yeah. But I that, that, Nintendo will be the last to embrace it though. Jono, yeah. you have to listen back to this episode after I get 100 episodes yeah. um, and, and see how wrong we are. Yeah. I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I'm really optimistic about augmented reality with my MetaQuest. I'm hoping that that's going to be a real game changer because I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, I might be wrong about that. I might hate it. Yeah. I'm intrigued to see how that actually plays out because that's the big push for everyone at the moment. And I, I, I'm yet to be convinced that I want to jump into that 
that field yet. And you so, know what it's got though? It's got Game Pass. It was coming, not out straight away, but you can play. You're going to be able to play Game Pass with the MetaQuest on a mm. giant screen in front of you. That sounds really cool. Which is what Xbox promised, I think, with Xbox One back in the day. That was it? Yeah, mm. I'm pretty sure. That's yeah, crazy. they did that whole Minecraft demo where they were playing it. Oh, they are. Yeah, but was they that, had um, that the hollow um, HoloLens, HoloLens, lens. Yeah. But they were yeah. going to um, partner with one of the. It might have been um, Oculus at the time or someone mm-hmm. else, but they were going to do exactly what they're doing now. I remember you were in like a theater room, and there was Forza on this giant theater screen in front of you. And yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, I think on that note, it should be uh, listening to us in a year's time, and let's see where that prediction ends. Because I'm really intrigued to see. Well, the next 12 months of gaming brings to us. It's all moving pretty quick, isn't it? It is. It is. Or maybe it's we're getting old. <laughs> that too. Hey, you know what? We're still young at heart. That's a big part. Yeah. And I, I think on that note, I want to thank everyone for listening to us for over 100 episodes now. I know there's been a few extras, but this is our 100th official episode. It has been a fun joyride. I keep doing this because I get to spend time with my mates and clearly some of you out there enjoy listening to us and that's a real boon for us so um here's to 100 more gents this has been versus player you can find us in the usual places i mean because you're here and you've been here 100 episodes or maybe two either way we appreciate you and we look forward to you listening to us again because we're not listening to you unless you write in um and (laughs) we'll, um, we'll see you again for episode 101 sometime in the not too distant future See you soon. This is clear.